Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hello everyone, welcome back to Therapy Thursday. Today I want to talk about a question that I've been asked a few times, which is what is the difference between a therapist and a life coach? So if you've been experiencing some mental health difficulties, just life difficulties, emotional troubles, whatever it is, relationship problems, you've probably been exploring who you can best go to for help. And one of the big forks in the road that comes up when you're trying to decide where to go to for help is a therapist versus a life coach. Now, before I get any farther in this, I want to start off by saying that I really love the work that a lot of life coaches do. I listened to a podcast by a coach named Jody Moore. Her podcast is Better Than Happy. I love it. She has put into words so many great things that I actually use myself also with a lot of my clients. I've seen life coaches do amazing work, have helped a lot of people, and can really be a great resource for people to use. So in no way is this video therapists versus life coaches like a battle. It's just what are the differences between the two? What can one offer that the other can't? What might be the differences between cost to you? What sorts of things might one be better at addressing than the other? That's what today is about, not about a fight, about one being better or worse than the other. Okay, so with that said, the first thing that you should know about a therapist versus a life coach is educational requirements. To be a licensed practicing therapist, there are governing boards that declare whether you can get your license and your certification. There's a lot of ways that someone can become a therapist, but all of them require at least a master's degree. So they get their master's degree, which will usually include already a practicum or an internship of some kind of at least a thousand hours of clinical work. Then after that, they'll have to do about two years or 4,000 hours of clinical work in order to become licensed and certified. This has to be done under the supervision of another clinician who's been licensed for at least two years. Additionally, they have to take a clinical exam that tests their basic knowledge. So there's a lot of work that someone has to go through to become a licensed or clinical therapist, whatever their specific version of that may be. They all go through a master's degree, a test, and a lot of supervision with thousands of clinical hours under their belt before they're licensed. Now, because there is a specific and rigorous certification process, legally, a person cannot just open up shop one day and just say, I'm a therapist. Life coaching, on the other hand, is a little bit different. There are life coaching schools and there are really great programs. And like I said, that teach really great principles and really great things to people that can help a lot of people. So I'm not trying to bash them, but there is no national certification, governing board, any kind of process like that. So anyone, whether they've been to one of these really good, really helpful certification programs or not, or whether they're just someone just sitting at home on their computer, anyone can just say that they're a life coach and they don't have to have any experience or any education or anything to take on that title. You can just kind of say, I'm a life coach now. Even if they say they're a certified life coach, that certification is just someone who made a program who's saying, here, look, you're certified. So this doesn't mean that life coaching is bad. It just means that it's less guaranteed and can be trickier to find a life coach who has the education or the experience or the training that you might need to actually help you. Another difference between therapists and life coach is that because of the schooling and certification process that a therapist goes through, they're able to diagnose. They can use the DSM-5 to diagnose someone clinically with anxiety or depression or OCD or PTSD or bipolar or uh, borderline personality or one of like 200 other things because that's part of the schooling process for becoming a licensed therapist. Someone who's a life coach may be very familiar with those things and they may be able to say, oh yeah, you've got the symptoms of anxiety or depression, 
but clinically they cannot diagnose you. Because of that, a therapist can accept insurance while a life coach cannot. So if it's a question of cost, if your insurance covers therapy, you can go to a licensed clinical therapist and they will give you a diagnosis that your insurance will cover and you may just have a small copay. Whereas with a life coach, even if you might qualify for a diagnosis of something that your insurance would otherwise cover, a life coach can't panel with insurance to be able to have them pay. So you're gonna be paying 100% out of pocket. Now, to be fair, there are some therapists who choose to not panel with insurance. And so they don't take insurance also and you also have to pay out of pocket for them. But it's an option for therapists to be able to go through your insurance, whereas it's not an option for a life coach. Furthermore, because a therapist is under really strict rules and guidelines and regulations from their governing board, there are certain practices that aren't and aren't allowed. One that's a big one that came up recently and many states have now outlawed is conversion therapy or trying to take a therapy to change someone's sexual orientation. Many states, including my home state of Utah, have banned this practice. And if you are a licensed clinical therapist practicing a form of conversion therapy, you will be stripped of your license and you won't be able to work anymore. Unfortunately, the same rules and governing laws don't apply to someone who's a life coach because it's not a therapy. And unfortunately, I've heard a lot of stories from other LGBTQ people of conversion therapy being done under a different name under the guise of it being a life coach or a spiritual leader or something like that. Someone who's not under a governing board who isn't responsible to the same rules and ethical guidelines as you are if you are a licensed clinical therapist. Now, the last thing I wanna talk about is what you might go to each person for. If you feel like you have something clinically diagnosable, it's probably preferable to go to a therapist. Like I said, they'll be able to work with your insurance and they'll probably be more practiced in the more complex cases of diagnosable mental health concerns. If it's just your life is hard, if you're just having some relationship problems, if you're under a lot of stress at work or something like that, this can be an area where a life coach can be really helpful. They can be a really great resource to identify your thinking patterns and how you can affect changes in your life and goal setting and working with businesses or working with relationships. They can do a lot of awesome, awesome stuff. Some of the things that a therapist and life coach have in common though, and I should put the caveat if they're a good therapist and a good life coach, is that they're actually a lot of very similar skills. A lot of the CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy framework that therapists use, life coaches are also using the same things, which I think is really cool because it's very helpful and it's been clinically proven in a lot of cases to be useful. A lot of the basic fundamentals that a therapist can use, life coaches are being trained in those too and they can use those too. So it can be a good option to go through. Now, one myth that I've heard about the difference between therapists and life coaches that I hear said a lot that actually just isn't true, is that therapists focused on the past and life coaches focus on the future. And that's just not the case. This is kind of going into the stereotypes of therapists that, you know, they're gonna sit down and ask you about your childhood and all that stuff. And while that is one part of therapy, occasionally we will work on memories and past traumas and those sorts of things. Therapists also do a whole lot of work. There are entire branches of therapy dedicated specifically to present and future. It's called solution-focused therapy. Um, just figuring out, okay, how can we you know, work on this problem? We don't have to dig into your childhood. What do we wanna do moving forward? How can we address your current thinking patterns that will affect you in the future? What can we do for goal setting? That is a big part of therapy as well. So that's one myth about the difference between life coaches and therapists that just isn't true. Um, life coaches do tend to be more present and future focused. A life coach is less likely to dive into your past than a therapist is. Um, and they're more likely to be focused on present and future goal-oriented kinds of things, but therapists do plenty of that as well. Therapists do work in all of the tenses. <laughs> so I know that was a lot for today. Um, I hope what you're getting out of this is that therapists and life coaches both can do really great work. It's just unfortunately due to the nature of the business of life coaching, due to the fact that there isn't a overarching certifying board who regulates the industry, 
there's a lot of life coaches who aren't as good. Now, I'll admit, there are some therapists who aren't very good at their job as well. From what I've seen though, because of the requirements of the education and the training and the certification process, you're much more likely, if you were to just throw a dart at the group of therapists, you're much more likely to hit a good, well-trained therapist. Whereas with the life coach, it's a little bit trickier. Like I said, I listen to a podcast from a life coach who is great. And like every time I listen to her podcast, I'm like, wow, she is really like good at explaining this thing. And I'll even say there's some things that I've borrowed from her that I'm like, wow, she explains this really well. This is a way I can explain to my clients that they'll understand it better that I haven't been able to communicate before. So I do have a lot of respect for good life coaches. So that's our Therapy Thursday for today. I hope that this helps you to figure out a little bit about where you might be going with your mental health journey, about what path you might take. As always, please feel free to send me any messages on Instagram with comments, questions, or topics you'd like to request for a future episode. And with that, I will see you next week. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.